Oh, man, this movie. <laughs> Anyone else see the two hours and seven minute runtime and a cold chill ran down their spine? You know, I saw that and I'm like, uh, well, okay, let's do this. <laughs> These damn desert movies are too damn long. <laughs> I mean, what happened to the good old fashioned hour 45? You know what? We've been watching a lot of like the Italian post-apocalyptic movies in the yeah. desert. They're like at hour 20 tops. <laughs> mm. well, no, that's just too much to ask for you know I'm, I'm thinking like well you know if you want to tell a rich story you can always go an hour 45 no problem yeah everything i learned from movies helps to make life a little bit groovy with a one last plot holes a gratuitous boobies it's time to get busy with your friend steven is The gods walked among us before the fury swept over our land. Before the war that divided us for eternity. And I'm fit to begin. It's my turn now. taken over Egypt and enslaved its people. Only one God can save us, but not without his eyes. Steal from a God. Only a madman would try such a thing. Where do you suppose we could find someone so mad? Set took from you. We need your help. Soon we will the world. So how do we stop him? Try to keep up. You know what's waiting. Set has an army behind him. Gods, beasts, demons. You will bring them reckoning! Bow before me or die. It's hunters riding the pets. We should run. Run? We mortals do it all the time. Yeah. yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is... Everything I learned from movies. And tonight. Oh, tonight. Oh, we are continuing Dune June. Woo! With 2016's Gods of Egypt. <laughs> but we are not alone. No, we are not. Oh, joining us is the amazing Diana from Happily Ever Aftermath. Welcome, Diana. <laughs> Woo! I am here, and I refuse to get any sand in my shoes, so I'm just going to play it safe right now. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get sand in your shoes if you don't have any shoes on. Just saying. 
Mm, nah, then you get into the whole crack situation. Let's just let's just keep away from the sand and just watch it on TV. Sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, so, Diana, had you seen this movie before? I had not, and I also wanted to make sure that I got it right. So just to be safe, I watched Gods of Egypt, Exodus, Gods and Kings, uh, Gods and Monsters, <laughs> The Gods Must Be Crazy, Crazy Prince Stupid Love. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the only way to be sure. Yeah, got 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 to cover all the bases. Uh, so, which one is your favorite now? Right. <laughs> we'll talk about that one. <laughs> They're all blurring together. It's the sand again. Get me out of here. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, I'm actually a little parched, babe. Oh, we'll see if you should reach for one of those beverages right oh, there. Hey, look. <laughs> uh, it's one of our favorites from uh from Moab Brewing. It's the Dead Horse Amber Ale because <laughs> we're all Ooh. all about beating that dead horse. <laughs> <laughs> Who's he, Steve? No. Uh, <laughs> let's see any uh dead horse ale is named after the scenic overlook near arches national park a traditional english style mild ale with a well-balanced malt to hop ratio all right Woo! <laughs> i don't know why he's going to like this stan marsh smug voice that, but... <laughs> steve the game show host drinking a beer <laughs> excellent pick no all right i'm gonna pop my top Oh, my top! <laughs> and the pour. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a beautiful, super clear beer. It's a yeah. nice amber color. It's got an off-white foamy head. Lots of tiny bubbles. Super malt-forward aroma. A little bit of hop on the end there. Steve's gone in for the sip. Yeah, nice and mild. A little bit of a little hop bite on there, but... Yeah, just nice and smooth. Oh, you got mostly head. Here, let me top you off there. Just sucking this head over here. Giddy. You Woo! There we go. Yeah, mm -hmm. malt forward. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, just nice, smooth. Uh, probably 5%, I'm guessing. Yeah, we'll go with guess. that. I can't seem to find it on here. But, yeah. uh, oh, there we are. 5% alcohol by volume. Mm. Uh, Diana, uh, are you having a beverage on your end? Uh, it's sticking to my traditional water uh, shtick over here. Uh, I just keep with my, you know, I in an order to like kind of reduce, you know, how much we're using, I got myself a six pack of those uh, Target equivalent uh, filters. And okay. uh, they're guaranteed to fit and perform in Brita pitchers. And each filter requires no pre-soaking, reduces the release of black carbon particles, and it filters up to 80 gallons of water. Wow. I know. So fancy. Doing your part, getting that getting that clean water in your system. I mean, only the best for my, you know, belly. Yeah. For your, your delicate taste buds. Mm, nom, nom, nom. <laughs> for, for the 80% of your body or whatever that is water. <laughs> right. Well, now it is. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, so water, 2016's Gods of Egypt. Woo! Oh boy, from director Alex Proya. Who's he, Steve? Well, you might know his work from, uh, well, he kind of rose to fame with The Crow. Uh, what? Then followed, yeah, the director of The Crow and Dark City <laughs> and iRobot and Nicolas Cage's Knowing. That's right. And then this. Oh. Woo! And that's basically <laughs> yeah. Yeah, quite a, quite a wide range there. You got the comic book adaptation with The Crow. You got... Mm -hmm. uh dark city basically um or um, it, it, it's like it's like the matrix before the matrix basically sure. no, and, no, I, and, and without yeah. martial arts 
And you got the Philip K. Dick uh, adaptation, iRobot. Whatever knowing is Nicolas Cage. I forget exactly what the plot of that one is. Uh, I mean, wasn't he also in another movie called Deja Vu when I mixed them up? No, no, that was a Denzel Washington movie. uh, Knowing and I, I keep mixing up with Next. Thank you. But, but I know one. next is the one he can like see 10 seconds in the future or something. <laughs> well, wait, so if next and knowing, uh, yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm like, he wait, can see the future. Which one? Wait, you know what? I'm looking it up now. Okay. One moment. It's We're best look to up be. the, uh, the synopsis of knowing possibly mm-hmm. coming next Nick August Cage. Oh, uh, I'm in 2009 Nicholas Cage and Chandler Chanterberry. <laughs> okay. Whoever that is. Oh, Rose Burns in it. What? Oh, shoot. MIT professor John Kostler, uh, I'm in, uh, links a mysterious list of numbers from a time capsule to past and future disasters and sets out to prevent the ultimate catastrophe. That's right. He, mm. it, he like opens the time capsule and it's like Nostradamus like predictions and it's like one of them's like the end of the world and. Okay. Uh, all right, yeah. so kind of the Coming same soon. thing. <laughs> Steve, we, we need to go back through our Nick August Cage collection and do we just need to watch his entire filmography? I mean, event- we'll get to it. Diana, do you need to join us? I am already, jo- you know, much like Nicolas Cage and his knowing, I am already there. <gasps> oh! She watched it 10 seconds ago! Whoosh! <laughs> but this movie was also written. I know, I know. By the uh, crack writing team of Matt Sazama and Burke Sharpless. Who are they, Steve? Well, we've seen some of their work. Uh, They are the writers of Dracula Untold. Yeah, well, when Charles Dracula, y'all remember? They're Luke (laughs) Evans, most of you know him as. uh, Also, The Last Witch Hunter. (gasps) Speaking of Vin Diesel. Yeah. This. The Power Rangers reboot that came out two years ago. Uh, the Lost in Space, a series that was on Netflix. And coming soon, Morbius. Fuck yeah. Yeah, the, the vampire t- from the Spider-Man universe. That nobody asked for. Nobody's asking nobody for. Nobody wants. And Jared Leto starting his cult, apparently. In oh. No, I think he's continuing his cult. Or continuing, yeah. yeah. I guess he's- so... So I felt like Jared Leto was super creepy, like, the very first time I saw him. Yeah. Oh, he continues to just get fucking creepier. Am I missing something, or am I dead on? Um, so I'm bigger. wondering if it, like, skips a generation or something like that, because, like, both my sister liked him when it was my so-called life, and then my niece, who is, like, 20 years younger than my sister, likes him because of 30 Seconds to Mars. And I'm like... Not, not a Requiem for a Dream. Uh, I mean, I don't think anyone was attracted to anyone in that movie. Wait, no, hold on. Oh, I, I was attracted to Jennifer Connelly. Let's uh, know, let's hold Keith, back on that. Uh, I was about to say, I, I well, there is some Keith David in there. Never mind, never mind. Okay, so <laughs> oh, there is some Keith David in there. <laughs> the point ass. is, I don't get it. Yeah, yeah. See, well, you, for for Steve, you anybody who's got uh, titties and burnett hair, he's probably in. So. I mean, Watch your back. <laughs> but, okay, Diana, I have to share this with you. Okay. Did you know there's a 1980s Killer 8 movie starring a nude Elizabeth Shue? Now I do. Yep, it's called Link. I found out about it last week. Guess who has a copy of it now? Woo! <laughs> Coming next April! <laughs> 
And Terrence Stamp's in it, too. Like, how did I not know about this? I mean, you know, <laughs> just have him going like son of Jor-El, Elizabeth Shue. <laughs> kneel before kneel before. No, no, don't kneel. Don't kneel. <laughs> or kneel. No. Um, <laughs> but yes, uh, Gods of Egypt. We're back on that. That's right. <laughs> oh, right. Yes. The movie. Yes, of course. Uh, starring Brenton Thwaites as Beck. Woo! Nicolaj Coaster Waldau as Horus. Yeah. Patron saying the podcast, Gerard Butler as Set. Woo! Chadwick Bozeman, Rufus Sewell, Jeffrey yeah. Rush. Woo! And a, and a special friend of the podcast popping up later in the movie. <laughs> so Gods of Egypt. Wow. I looked at, I'm looking at my notes here. It's about 50 percent more than my average movie <laughs> not just because of the length or whatever it's just Oily. a lot of notes um <laughs> yeah the, uh we start off with some uh some backstory narration about oh yeah gods are real and they have gold blood and uh apparently they're like twice the size of normal humans and yeah, superpowers but we won't reveal those until later in the movie because we kind of want that to be a surprise i don't know uh, it's weird yeah, but uh, they, they apparently just to live live amongst the people in uh, ancient Egypt, and uh, there's a whole thing about um, there's Osiris and Set, our brothers, uh, born from Ra, and Osiris is the good king, and Set's the kind of evil one who's the god of war. And wait a minute, this is sounding a lot like Prince of Persia already. Uh oh. <laughs> Osiris had a son. His name is Horus, played mm-hmm. by uh, Jamie Lannister from Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, the King Slayer himself. Be... What was that? The King Slayer himself. Yes. But wait, he hasn't slain the king. Oh no! Spoilers. Oh no! But, uh, but Horus is, uh, you know, he, he he's typical prince. Like he's, he, I think he, I think he's supposed to be like hungover or whatever when we were introduced to him. And yep. Um. He has the, and it's really weird because they. I don't think they mentioned the gods are like twice as big, <laughs> but he like that wakes was... up and then there's like these little, almost child-sized women like bathing and massaging him. Yes, and they have little girl voices, which really, really just put a bad taste in my mouth right from the beginning. Yeah. It was a, it was pretty unusual, and I was just like, okay, so are they hobbits? I'm trying to understand what's happening. <laughs> I mean. This? <laughs> yeah and, uh, and also apparently his uh lady friend is a goddess um found out her name was what was it H- hathor right. hathor which hathor. is one of the most masculine sounding lady names i've ever heard in my she life she is the cow goddess of motherhood and love Whoa, and fertility babe. and good crops there's no need for name she's also the mother of horus oh in wait, real what? in real in real times he is oh Oh my! Oh, this just got weirder. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it, it, it depends on your version of the Bible that you're reading. Is he? This is about biblical story, right? Did I get that wrong? No. Okay. Uh, I mean, Egyptian Bible. <laughs> well, they're all white, so I'm trying to uh, figure out. Of course, this is it, the Bible. I mean, it's Horus uh, King, is Jesus. It's the King James version of uh, <laughs> Egyptian mythology. King Arthur, Legend of Egypt. Yeah, I'd watch that. Yeah, man. Uh, but yeah, we get a little thing where they mention like a bracelet that uh, this goddess is wearing that uh, has like 42 stars on it. And it's like, okay, cool. That's pretty, I guess. Um, <laughs> and then we're also introduced to the quote unquote hero of our story, Beck. Uh, 
as he steals a dress from, you know, a good honest merchant in the marketplace. Yeah. Right? And then runs over to his girlfriend and is like, here, try this on. It'll look, it'll look good on you. Which it does because she changes into it. And I'm, I'm down for a little silhouette changing. I don't know about the rest of you guys. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but but there's no time to waste. She has to wear this to the, uh, I don't know, inauguration ceremony or whatever for the new King Horus. That sounds about right. Yeah. And my favorite thing, like, like where we, there's the grand stage and the gods are on there and they're all kind of just like coming by one at a time so they can be introduced like, oh, and here comes uh, Hepatitis or whatever one of them's name is. Um, and she's like coming Hepatitis. in. Hepatitis. <laughs> she's the uh, goddess of heartburn. So, sorry. Nethus. Nethetus. I don't know. The redheaded one. Yeah, that's right. Redheads in ancient Egypt. Don't worry Woo! about it. Uh, but she comes in uh, on like a chariot being flown by like a couple hundred cranes or something. Yep. Thought that was awesome. Um, and they were introduced to Toth, the god of wisdom, played by the Black Panther himself. Woo! <laughs> That's right, Black Panther, Wakanda forever. And yeah, so the King Osiris, he gives a whole speech like, oh, we've been living in peace with you as our slaves, but you know, we... We give you uh, roads and stuff, so... Oh, go. they gave them good, fire, right? they protect yeah. them from nasty gods. They keep uh, the evil demon hepatitis at bay. Wait. <laughs> so what happened, we just pissed off the wrong god. Yeah. <laughs> the god of Corona is vengeful. Yeah, but then uh, his speech is interrupted when, uh, you know, his old, old Uncle Set shows up and he's like, hey, hey, sorry I'm late, everybody. It's me, Jerry Butler. What's up? Okay, during this movie, it was my favorite fucking part. I'm not going to lie. He... Oh, Jerry Butler knows exactly what movie he's in and he <laughs> is embracing it. He is hamming he's, it up. He's like, fuck it. I can't ruin my career. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I've got like four more Has Fallen movies after this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he uh, Seth shows up and he like gives him uh, oh, <laughs> like, ah, I brought you the horn of a demi beast so you can blow it. Blow it loud so everyone can hear. Woo. Blow your uncle's horn in front of the crowd. <laughs> um, but then that horn signal uh, apparently signals his army to arrive. And they're like, uh, that's cool that you brought your army here. Like, yeah, I thought you guys are kind of pussies, so I'm going to be the king now. I challenge you to a duel. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Black Panther versus Killmonger all over again. Wait no. a minute. Oh, wow. Uh, You're not wrong. Yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> uh, I don't want to say it, but Black Panther, you hacks. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so the uh, the challenge is thrown down, but Osiris is like, bro, come on, I, I don't want to fight you, I just want to hug. And he's like, yeah, me too. Shank, 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 shank. Yeah! And then Damn. and then gold starts flowing out of Osiris's gut wound. Ah, ah. Then the crowd Why? races forward and just strips his carcass bare for the gold. Wait, what? <laughs> right? Maybe I watched a different movie. <laughs> like, oh no, it's molten! Ah! Yeah, and, and, uh, oh yeah, so Set, like, shanks Osiris and then turns to all the gods and he's like, yeah, you guys can bow now. And they're, they're like, immediately, like, down bowing oh. and the, all the humans too. And Horus is, like, standing over his father. It's like, oh, what? What? That's it. Ah, vengeance, I'll fight you. And then, so he fights Set and Set just, like, 
starts whooping his ass and, <laughs> and i love how horace is like i looked up to you and says like of course you did and they start fighting some more <laughs> like, oh my god so fucking right uh, but, uh, well, uh, it, so until know. a point. <laughs> Again, it's a lot like Killmonger. He has a point until uh, he reaches a very critical stage in this movie. You just get uh, Chadwick Boseman in the background taking all the notes and he's just yeah, he flipping like, it over to the mm, Marvel Cinematic Universe. In- mm-hmm. Interesting. Exile. I might have to try that one. No. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so, and while they're fine, they like both transform into statues. <laughs> They also gained, like, a foot and a half? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was just... It, it was interesting. I mean, you know, they're bright and shiny, and I, it, it's... You know, I applaud them. I could tell which one of them was which. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, they were, like, color-coded and everything, too, to keep it all straight. Like, Seth's yeah. red, and Horace's gold, or, like... Yeah, kind of a light yeah. gold. Yeah like, yeah, like yeah, like a platinum gold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, while they're fighting, though... Uh, Set's army apparently has mirrors on their shields, and so they're like reflecting the sun, and they blind Horus, and he's like, ah, I can't see! Not with my magic eyes! And so Set knocks him down, and tears his eyes from no! his ocular sockets. Aww. My magic eyes! They were the secret <laughs> of my power! Oh, God! They were my Achilles tendon! <laughs> or Achilles heel! Oh, speaking of which, I'll take those two! No! Ah! No. But, but uh, they take his eye. He takes his eyes, um, and then he's about to like just finish Horus off. But then um, uh, Pathor, she steps up like, "Wait, no, Set! I offer myself." And he's like, <sighs> "All right, cool. Well, I'll just exile your boyfriend here. All right, gone. I'm the king now." By the way, I'm going to point out at this scene. It's a like it's a marker for things to come. There's not one girl who doesn't have her titties hanging out this mm-hmm. whole movie. Wait, wait, what's the problem? Yeah, baby. Yeah, from, from the writers of Power Rangers. Yeah. <laughs> and you may be thinking, wow, Jerry Butler's a big probably the biggest douche in this movie, right? Oh no. Well then we're introduced to the architect, played by Rufus Sewell. Oh, fucking love this guy. Right. <laughs> And it's like, oh, so he's the douche. Okay, I get it. Uh, basically, he's an architect, and uh, Beck's girlfriend is like his assistant or something, mm-hmm. or like a maid. I don't know what. Punching bag. Well, yeah, that too, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, Beck goes to see his girlfriend there at the the architect's house, and basically, like immediately, they have a plot set to like break into the dungeon and get Horace's eyes back, so that. Uh, yeah, you know, he he can fight off set and return peace to the land and blah blah blah. But uh but uh Beck doesn't believe in the gods. He thinks the gods are just a bunch of douchebags. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which they are. <laughs> yes. But it's okay because, you know, he also believes in her and she has a blueprint of the the um the the, vault? the temple. Yeah, the yeah. Yeah, yeah the temple. That's right. Yeah, uh so also this is a point where it's like, oh, she lives with a cruel master. Probably living the best life she's ever lived. Oh, yeah. She has much better clothes. She's getting fed. Mm-hmm. Probably doesn't sleep on the ground. I mean, if she does, she at least has a nice fresh thing of hay once a week. Right? Yeah. Yeah, all she has to deal with is, like, the the violent tongue lashings and possibly physical tongue lashings. Mm. But, I mean, Rufus Sewell, I mean, he's not an unattractive man. 
I mean, he's like I I get him mixed up with the guy who played Mr. Fantastic in the the early 2000s Fantastic Fours. Oh, yeah. Uh Oh my god. No The guy without a real name. Yeah, Noah Irufkins, the guy that was in San Andreas. Briefly. Oh, was he? Oh, oh yeah, he's the, he's he's the the douche stepdad that gets washed away. Oh, okay. Check out that episode <laughs> from like three years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we get that the backstory, and then we go to see Set, who's just returning to his castle, um, and he decides to bed his prisoner queen, Hathor. Woo! Uh, she doesn't seem to be too perturbed about it. Just kind of like tonight. Yeah, I mean, you know. She's the goddess of love. She She's into it. Yep. And so they're laying there post-coitus when, knock, knock, here's Rufus Sewell at the door. Uh, oh, I can come back later. He's like, why? Nah, come on in. Come on in. I'm come on done. in. We're all done here. Witness my conquest. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the architect's like, well, I just wanted to show you my latest creation. This gigantic tower that reaches a half mile into the sky! Woo! A.K.A. Salesforce Tower. Right? Woo! The giant butt plug. (laughs) I mean... And and I just love how Seth's like, wait, couldn't make it any bigger? Well, it'd be (laughs) difficult to now since it's almost complete. He's like, ah, I'm just fucking with you. (laughs) Oh, no, no, we're cool, we're cool. That's a good one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so then um, to get to this vault where Horace's eyes are, it, it it's know, it's like a giant piggy bank where like these elephants pull these chariots through a thing where they like push uh, push a wall and it like opens up a hole in the ground, so then it dumps the gold down in there. Okay, whatever, it's a piggy bank. Uh, so Beck jumps yeah. in this giant. Uh, I don't know trailer of gold or whatever yeah follows in with all the gold doesn't die when he falls into definitely this doesn't land bank. just like on the sharp edge of like a gold plate or something yeah right i was waiting for something to impa- impale into him right yeah. okay is he incredibly uncharismatic well yeah y- yes okay i just wanted to like make sure it wasn't just me <laughs> they they all can't be john snow you know pompey i don't know why i keep thinking of pompey when i think about this movie <laughs> Uh, a bunch say, of British guys in a foreign land. <laughs> about to say, wait, was he charismatic, Jon Snow? No, no, that's a, that's yeah, okay. kind of my point. <laughs> okay, good. good. Woo! Woo! I, I'm sorry, they all can't be King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. Oh, that movie is just dripping with charisma. Every person in it, except for the mage. <laughs> we need your help. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so he gets in the piggy bank, um, and there's a bunch of scorpions in the bottom. So he's got to like. Oh, He's got to go through all these various booby traps that are just incredibly ornate for really no reason. And it's like, okay, if you set one of them off, shouldn't that, like, put the whole place in lockdown? Or yeah, at least tell alert, surrounding guards alert a guard or something? something, jingle a bell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's but, what we uh, call hubris. Yeah, but he sets all of them off, but doesn't die. Uh, gets to the end, and there's one eye on display. Where uh, the hell is the other one? Well, well... One's better than none. Um, oh, that's right. You had to like run, run off a, a bridge that was falling. There's a third bridge. They didn't tell me there was a third bridge. Yeah. 
jumps, grabs the eye, falls into the ground, uses the eye to, like, keep the scorpions at bay. And then we just cut. Like, we don't need to see him actually leave. We just figure he's got it all taken care of. Mm. Um, and then he uh, shows up uh, at the architect's place again to talk to his girlfriend. But, oh no! The architect's found out! <gasps> Rufus Sewell's a bad guy! <gasps> Betrayal. Yeah. Also, she also tattled on him, right? Because she's I like, mean, oh, yeah. she was, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. I'm sure he, like, confronted she... her, like, where are my blueprints for my Yeah, well, but when she sees her boyfriend bag. running up, she should just be like, no, run, it's a trap, right? <laughs> it's a trap! <laughs> it's a trap! <laughs> Couldn't even Akbar this? Come on, lady! <laughs> I, I, another, another problem I have with this movie is every female in it is a damsel in distress. Even the goddamn goddesses! Yeah, they're not they're not the best. They have their a couple of their moments. Not the mortal. What oh shoot, what is her name? Zaya. So oh, yeah, no. Zaya yeah. Zaya not so much. Um and well, we'll get there. Uh once we get to that plot, then I'll start railing about that. But um a little bit of credit to see, I only know her as the mistress of the West and the goddess of love. What was her name again? Hathor? Uh Hathor, yeah. yeah. She has a couple moments, but that's it. Yeah. Just little moments, and it's like not even anything important. It's just like I have standards. Like okay, cool. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So Rufus is like, well, I'm just gonna kill him, and uh, I'll bed you later, that kind of thing. Um, but uh, oh my god, Beck is like, wait, I have one more thing. What's that? Light bomb! <laughs> Pulls out the eye, blinds everybody. And they just go running off with the girlfriend, hop on a chariot, ride down the street. They're like, "Hey, we made it! Oh, Woo! Beck, I'm ever so happy!" Thunk. Right in the heart. Right Even the your heart. two tables and a microphone couldn't save me, Beck. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, sweet Saya. Right through the heart. No blood, mm-hmm. but yeah, right through the nope, shot like through a the heart. Stain. And it's too late. You give love well, a bad name. Well, dumbass Beck yanks it out. I mean, I know it's like no medical science really back then. But <laughs> oh, at the same time, oh like, this, <laughs> this is the part where we're going to start being historically correct? Yes. Gold blood. Yeah. No, <laughs> I was waiting for like him like pull the arrow out. All of a sudden it just starts spewing blood out. Like, oh God, oh God. And he like takes a rock or something and shoves it in there. And it's gone. <laughs> Eli Roth says <laughs> gods of Egypt. <laughs> But she says, uh, I, I think she basically quotes Hellraiser when she says, death is not the end. Wait. Yeah, that was dumb. Wait, no, what was it in Hellraiser? Death is only the beginning. That's right. Yeah. No, that's the mummy. It was the mummy too? No, the first mummy. <laughs> well, <laughs> well played. Well played. <laughs> Touche. Yeah, so, uh, oh, thank you. so, so back, you know, uh, with his dead girlfriend's corpse, uh, goes to see Horus in his exile palace. Okay. Got one of those. Mm-hmm. That'd be sweet. Um, sweet. Gives him his eye back, but only after he strikes a deal with him. And, you know, a little bit of a fight, because that's how that has to go. Yeah. Uh, bring on those PS2 graphics. Yeah. <laughs> the ever-changing size ratio of God to human. <laughs> Gods are whatever size they damn well please. That's what I've discovered. That's right. They can uh, Super Saiyan and just change yeah. size. and Or Pokemon. What is, what is that no, called? Evolve? Uh, well, Pokemon only evolve like, like once or yeah, they, like, they, like, they got they little, medium, and large, change. basically, right? Yeah, and it's... then super shiny when they turn statue. <laughs> I think it's more. It would be more akin to a Digimon, where they like can do it over and over whenever they just get pissed off or have too much to eat. Oh, okay, that makes sense. 
Right? That's how that's it works. That's what I do. Yeah. Well, that's what I do when I eat, have too much to eat. Yeah, you get super big and start destroying things. Uh-huh. This yeah, is why we can't take you to the buffet anymore. I mean, <laughs> I apologized. Also, the being two states away kind of throw, throws a cramp in things, but yeah. We'll find a way. Exactly. <laughs> Virtual buffet! Woo! <laughs> Coming next week! Uh, but yeah, basically he strikes a deal where it's like, hey, you have to help me bring my girlfriend back from the dead and I'll give you your eye back. And he's like, what? I, uh, this is the dumbest idea I've ever heard. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Can I just have my eye back? That'd be great. Thank you. All right. Let's, uh, let me see. How can I help you? Uh, oh, I can uh, use my sand cell phone to uh, talk to Anubis. Would that, would that be cool? Okay, cool. Let me set this sand on fire. Call forth Anubis. Uh, oh, okay. He's and then yeah, Anubis played by you know a jackal, uh-huh. as, as it should be. Like 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 there's no like human form of Anubis. It's just the jackal. Yeah. Everybody else is all human and then transforms and stuff. It's kind of weird. But by the way, um, when we the first time we watched this, I was not impressed with any of the graphics. Watching this again, the um the graphics on Anubis's head, they did a decent job. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The the first time we watched it, it was on DVD, uh, you know, just yeah. through the Netflix or whatever. Yeah. And it was on a TV that was uh, definitely the floor model. Yeah. Oh. So yeah. we were like, the first time we watched this, we were like, the fuck is this? It was like a bunch of PlayStation cutscenes and stuff like that. But, <laughs> but watching this uh, streaming on not a full HD TV, but like a newer TV, it's a, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it was much better. It, not that it's great. Don't anybody make even get the idea that this has great graphics. <laughs> Middling times. True, true. Sorry, I was actually just looking up who the voice of Anubis was. It has, I think, the mocap actor. I think they did both. Yeah. Because I was like, is this like Refines or something? You know, it just had one of those like kind of familiar voices. But, uh, eh, well, it doesn't have it on here. It just has, I think, the mocap guy because it's also... Like, oh yeah, he was the xenomorph in Alien Covenant. It's like, uh, okay. <laughs> of course he was. Duh. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Anubis basically takes her soul to the, the underworld or whatever. But, you know, they basically find out we got a few days because, you know, only the king can then reverse her death. Uh, but Set's not going to do it, so you have to help me then overthrow Set. So I become the king and then I can do it. Makes sense? All right, yeah. cool. Oh, and also, when he only gets the one eye, he's like, where's the other one? Like, I don't know. I'm pretty sure Seth's got it somewhere, though. Nope, nope. I'm going to choke you out for until you come, apparently. <laughs> yeah, like, where's the other eye? Harder. I'm almost there. Like, oh, right? god damn it. Goddamn humans and your weird sex stuff. Oh, yeah, gods should talk about weird sex stuff. <laughs> Isn't your mom your girlfriend? <laughs> No, seriously, tell me. Tell me about your sex stuff. <laughs> I'll take notes on this I need papyrus. To know. <laughs> yeah. We don't have red tube here. Anyway. Uh, so Seth's informed that uh, somebody breached his vault and took Horace's eye. and uh, he's which, which god dare oppose me? Well, actually, it was a mortal. What? You set this place to kill gods and a mortal got past it? Like... Uh, yeah, it was actually kind of silence. He was pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, Horace uh, then goes with uh, Be- Horace and Beck go to the top of some mountain prayer stargate looking thing, and mm-hmm. <laughs> because yeah, God, we're just gonna tie all the movies into this one. Apparently, uh, <laughs> Dune, June, everybody, uh, <laughs> Dune, June, the movie. 
and, and he's basically uh, praying to his grandpa Ra, like Ra, grandpa, can you help me? I really need your help. And so then he transforms in this giant uh, is horse an eagle or a stork or uh, Horace is I think a hawk. Okay, yeah, he's transformed to this giant hawk human thing, Hawkman, you might say. Uh, and like grabs back and they fly up into outer space because every franchise has to go to space. Have to go to space where there's a space boat. A space it's not ship. A, it's not a spaceship. It's a space boat. More like a space that gondola. That is a space boat. <laughs> Fine space boat. The space schooner. <laughs> yes. Uh, so aboard the space schooner is Ra, played by Jeffrey Rush. Woo! Rush. Who I, he has so much makeup and CG happening. I thought it was James Woods. <laughs> yeah. Well, in the bald cap and everything. <laughs> and, yeah. And he's kind of sassy too. So it's like that. That could have been James Woods because it's like James Woods uh, when he's Hades in uh, Hercules, right? Exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, no not James Woods mistake. on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. We also. We also find out some very important things about the geography of this movie. Um, Diana, would you care to describe planet Earth? Uh, I mean, planet Earth was kind of there, and then there was space, and then there was, like, space demons, and then there were boats, <laughs> space boats. All right, maybe, maybe I can help here. Um, Earth is flat, <laughs> as yeah, we all know. Sort of oh, disc-shaped? Right, yeah, it's like a disc. <laughs> um, and... The sun is pulled along by a chariot of Ra on a chain, um, and he just kind of he oh, just kind of circles this disc. <laughs> yeah, and then he fights off a giant smoke space worm. <laughs> I'm sorry, we call that the uh, the Alpha Langolier. <laughs> yeah, the Alpha Langolier also looks a lot like uh, whatever the the worm from Dune is, right? The the Sherlagar or something. <laughs> <laughs> the holla, holla, holla. <laughs> but uh okay so first of all i did not know that that disc that he was spinning was the earth second nope. of all it just, i like, thought that that was i, the I think kraken. it says like it's like a like a, a oh, giant demon worm it's or chaos. whatever right is that what it's called chaos? It's chaos he has to fight off chaos before it devours the earth oh, okay yeah. yeah yeah but but it does take the shape of like a giant smoke space worm with like langolier yeah yeah the mouth that like opens up and there's like a dozen mouths inside of it Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like shark teeth rows or something. Yeah. As we all yeah, know. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, but yeah, basically Ra's job to fight course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that, that's just, he's just driving it around just as, you know, mm-hmm. while, while I'm patrolling, I might as well. He enjoys cruising, babe. Yeah. Occasionally he goes down and, you know, fucks the, uh, the random goose or whatever to create a new demigod. <laughs> as is tradition. <laughs> Oh, no, he goes down as a goose to fuck a woman. That's right. <laughs> uh, is Ross Zeus? Yes, Ross. Yeah. That's... Also the same? Yeah, they yeah. appropriated it. To... Oh, that's how it worked. Wait, really? All the, all the Roman and Greek. So the Greeks also got acceptable. all their gods from Egypt and turned them into the Greek gods. Greek are the same, yeah, but yeah. Egyptian? They, they, stole a, they stole a bunch of them from the Egyptians. Oh, I, I guess oh, that yeah. makes sense. Okay, well. All right, well, there I go. <laughs> Um, and yeah, basically Horace is up there and he's like, I need to overthrow Set. He's, uh, throwing Earth into dark and blah, blah, blah. And I need your help because I only have one eye. And I love how Ra's just like, 
well, then become stronger. Stop being such a whiny bitch. <laughs> I got bigger fish to fry. Yeah. I, Grandson, get your shit together. I am protecting the earth from a giant space worm. <laughs> you can handle your brothers. You can handle this family squabble. Yeah. By the way, why did you bring like a rat on my boat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How can he breathe up here? You know what? We're not even going to worry about that part. I, uh, I was having a problem with that too. And then I thought, oh, right. Doesn't matter. Guys, air hasn't been invented yet? Giant smoke space worm. Oh, wait a minute. Isn't he the lord of air? So it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Horus yeah. is the lord of air. There we go. There we All go. Right. All done. Well done. Well done. We fixed uh, it. Yeah. So so basically, Ra tells Horus he has to do a hero's journey, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you, have to go, you have to fall to rock bottom so you can discover yourself and become a man. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. We've only started the second act. Let's get it going. Um, Your journey, destiny, meh, meh, meh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then we go to a giant battle on Earth, and uh, Set rides his scarab chariot into battle and just starts killing fools left and right. Oh. Um, and in a lot of these fight scenes, Set is the exact same size as a human, and I made sure to note that. Because <laughs> <laughs> right. if he were too big, it'd be too easy, right? He, he likes he likes the hunt, he likes the thrill. Yeah, he just wanted to be fed. He wants to hunt. That's right. <laughs> But then, uh, in the end, in the castle, this, uh, town he's attacking, he finds his, I don't know, sister, we'll say, but another goddess, uh, Nephthys, who's the one who with the cra- uh, crane chariot. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> basically, she, he, he's like, ah, you never should oppose me. And she's like, well, you never should have been a prick. Oh, and... it's his ex-girlfriend. Yes. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yep. So his ex-girlfriend slash sister slash possibly yep. mother. I don't know. Um, but she's like, whatever, I'm out and like try sprouts wings and flies off. But he's like, nope, not so fast. Grabs a wing and just rips them, uh, like chops them off of her back. Yep. Yeah. Like I've got your wings now. Okay. Um, so then we cut back to the, uh, space boat. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yes. Gods of Egypt complete with space boat. Um, and, Sold uh, separately. Hor- right <laughs> each sold separately no action figures included um but uh horace is still talking to Ra, and he uh he's like i have a plan can i uh can i have some of your water i'm a little thirsty and he's like whatever have at it hmm. and it's the water of creation so now they have a plan to use that water and they like put out sets fire or something and so that'll... the water of creation is the only thing that can kill the desert all mm-hmm. the water in the Nile couldn't quench the desert, but if they can kill the desert, because Set is the god of the desert, then they can defeat Set. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So they have to quench the desert with a few drops okay. of the, yeah. The water of creation. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. That's where it came in. But yeah, so then afterwards they uh, go back to Earth, or just fly down and just <laughs> crash land and, uh, you know, jungle setting. And, uh, um, I was right, Horus tells Beck, like, hey, you should get me some water. I'm kind of thirsty. And he's like, you can get your own damn water. And so Horace backhand him, I don't yeah. know, a thousand yards. <laughs> and then he's then dead. That, the end. Yeah, yeah. Roll credits. Like, okay. Well, I he's guess. reunited with his beloved and credits. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, um, and then that's when uh, Seth's wildebeest guards, like these big demigod or whatever generals. They're it like is. water buffaloes. Yeah. Oh, they just yeah. kind of show up and they're like, hey, we're going to take you back. Blah, blah, blah. And then we get a bunch of like PlayStation one cutscene fights. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, quick plot point, though, that's important, though. Um, there was this kind of, like, conversation between Set and Hathor, and she went to go find Horus in, like, a visual that she's able to create. Mm. And that's why Set is able to send his cronies after. That's oh, right, yes. that's right. Because mm-hmm. that, that, matters, that matters later, because, you know, we get through this, you know, action sequence, and then, and then she appears. Yeah, yeah. Because she helps, true, she true, helps true. defeat them. Oh, anyway, yeah, no, no, that's yeah, that's how they because he, he was oh, looking yeah, yeah, for yeah, him. Yeah, and that then, that that's right. That's yeah. how they found him originally, and then yeah. the other time. Okay, that's yeah. Right, she uses right. that a couple of times. Her bracelet can yeah. make you see things. Yeah. yeah so then uh, Horus wins, beating the three or four guys. Um, but then he's uh, distracted talking to Beck and being a smirky little asshole, and then he gets rocked by one of them from behind, Woo! who should be dead because he was fucking speared five seconds earlier, but instead picked yeah. up a giant boulder, clocked yep. him. And then him and Beck go falling off of a waterfall, and yeah. Oh yeah, this thing. Oh, you're right. You're right. I apologize. Yeah, and then uh, and then they're saved by Predator's extendo spear yeah. uh, that Horus has been running around with, and it uh, I don't know saves them at the last minute. Um, and then they go back to the exact same green screen jungle setting. Yeah, just as a different map painting behind them. Yeah, <laughs> this one has a waterfall in it. Yeah. It's cheaper. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. Try to do it on a budget. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, Set uh, f- uh, finds out about their plan because, uh, yeah, the, the injured uh, buffalo guy goes back. <laughs> or wildebeest, whatever. Yep. I know buffalo are in Africa. But uh, goes back and is like, oh, yeah, they're planning to come and get his water eye, buffalo eye back. Africa. And they have the water of creation. Um, and I think Horace is helping him because he struck a deal and is going to try to get his girlfriend back i don't know where i heard all this information but just trust me i know it now they over he overheard them talking <laughs> well there you go um but then uh sets like all right that's cool thanks bro decapitation mm-hmm. um <laughs> and, then, yeah, and then set uses hathor's powers to find horus um but then uh she takes off her bracelet and apparently that gives her teleportation abilities yep all right where she goes through playstation one hell from like dante's inferno <laughs> yep and, <laughs> and it's like oh she could teleport nice um but but is she in the hell world now like is she gonna have to like battle I, hell babies i think and... she has to pass through hell and then when she puts the bracelet back on she pops up i don't know wherever she was last looking okay is that how it works i I, I don't remember that part of Sonic the Hedgehog specifically, the rings, but... <laughs> you just have to think about a place? Yeah. With mushrooms? I don't know. Yeah. I watched the movie, I'm confused. <laughs> it's magic convenient bracelet. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. We call that bracelet plot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then, okay, then this is the part where it gets... Uh, immediately after decapitation, it starts to get a little dark. Because we start uh, hearing a story about uh, Horace talking about his father being cut into like 14 pieces and his uh, yep. mother's tears salting the earth around him. And then she committed suicide. And I'm like, God damn. Well, and they couldn't find his heart so he couldn't be judged. So he's forever walking the afterlife. Oh, yeah. Because he can't be judged. Right. Yeah. Which is the story of Isis and Osiris. Mm. Yeah. He gets murdered, he gets cut up, and his enemies hide his heart, so he can't... So he's basically forever, like, in purgatory, and so she kills herself, so she also can't be judged to to join him in purgatory. Damn. Damn. Yeah. (laughs) Good stories. No wonder they stole them. Yeah, right? (laughs) 
Uh, but then uh, then we get uh, ladies riding giant snakes. Yeah. Yeah. Which our, uh, <laughs> our Amazon tried to convince us that was Isis and Osiris. And I got super fucking confused. Yeah. Because we were trying to figure out who the albino was. Yeah. It's like, she's, she, she looks familiar. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, babe. She's one of the wives for Mad Max Fury. What road? Yeah. Oh. Abby Lee is her name. Um, but yeah. So there we go. Uh, but yeah. So they're, 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 they're like two generals i guess of set or whatever and they ride mm-hmm. these giant battles cobras or whatever that apparently could also breathe fire fuck run <laughs> um and then uh, this is actually probably my favorite like fight slash chasing in this whole yeah. movie because it's like this these ruins of an old city but mm-hmm. they're like diving down all these areas and like popping up and you know the, the the snake animation isn't bad. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. and they uh, they only focus on them for little bits of time, yeah. just enough so you know what's going on, but not enough to ruin the illusion. Yeah, <laughs> realize the physics involved, and yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but eventually, um, after running around for a bit, uh, they end up one of them's like chasing back, and then mm-hmm. Horace runs up behind and like ties her to her the little uh, chariot thing on back. Um, and then they lead a snake off of a cliff, and yeah. then I assume it just crashes and explodes. Oh, she tie he ties the rider's helmet to to the snake, and then yeah. forces the snake off the cliff. Yeah, yeah, and then I guess when the snake falls, it just explodes. Or yeah, something. well, because yeah. it's full of fire. Well, because we're about to see with the next oh, one. Yeah, that's true. Hathor shows up. Yeah. So what are you doing here? Never mind. I got this. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then she like like hypnotizes the snake basically and is like you should just burn yourself and then it starts breathing fire and like roasting the rider chick on her. No, alive she too, says you're and... very cold. You should warm yourself up. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. <gasps> oh god, it's so hot. Oh, why? <laughs> yeah. I get sad for the aminals. It's not the snake's fault. I know. That's why I'm angry. Yeah, blow up the rider. That's fine. So then uh, on to the next mission objective. Uh, they got to go talk to the Sphinx and solve the riddle. Uh, but if you don't solve the riddle, you'll die. That's right. Dang. We're not uh, witty enough for all this. Um, oh, yeah. We get some backstory about uh, Hathor's powers where it's basically she can like uh, look into people's eyes and convince them to do things unless. Mm-hmm. Unless they're in love. Yes. Unless their heart belongs to another. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it doesn't work on Beck. He, she, mm-hmm. she, tries, she tries telling him, like, hey, go get me some water. And he's like, Psh, nah, bitch, I'm good. I command you to <laughs> get your own damn water. <laughs> oh, I see. What's her name? Right. Oh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, she she's dead. But don't worry, because uh, your ex here is going to help bring her back. You know he can't do that, right? Wait, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so uh, so to solve the Sphinx's riddle, they need the smartest person they know just to be safe and, you know, solve the riddle, blah, blah, blah. Who's the smartest person they know, Steve? Well, after wandering through the swamp, they come to a swamp tree lair and they find out it's dozens of Black Panthers running around. Yes, the Fortress of Toth, uh, where he has, I guess, an army of himself to document all of knowledge for said. He's like, I've got 47% of all knowledge written down, ready to go. I'm not even halfway done. I am very busy. And with said burning the sh- everything to, to to shit, I really have to get on this so it's documented. So Chadwick Boseman's a little, like, effeminate in this movie, right? Yes. I noticed that as well. I didn't care for it. 
Yeah, yeah, because he has like the, the arms crossed and just the the hand gestures and stuff. Yeah, and... he's doing very soft movements. Yeah, which yeah. it's like, oh, so the intellectual is the uh, the dainty one. <laughs> How they say idiocracy, babe? <laughs> See. <laughs> I'll just drop it in here. <laughs> Safest. Joe was able to understand them, but when he spoke in an ordinary voice, he sounded pompous and faggy to them. Joe stated his case logically and passionately, but his perceived effeminate voice only drew big gales of stupid laughter. Yeah. But like, why can't it be Terry? Why can't Terry Crews be the god of? <laughs> god oh my of, god, like, Terry! Like... Terry Crews would have been amazing. <laughs> this movie, anywhere. <laughs> Terry Crews as everyone in this movie. He could have been raw. <laughs> yes. I'm already yes. shamed. That would have been great. He's just the grandpa. No, yeah. No exclamations. <laughs> he, whatsoever. He's got a beard on and everything too. Just. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean I can't be god of the sun? <laughs> That was, that was his pectorals. Anyway. <laughs> pectorals! I assumed it but, uh, was his machine gun. Yeah. <laughs> that makes more sense. <laughs> I'm changing my name to Hail Caesar. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but basically they're trying to get Toph to join him. He's like, I'm actually hiding out from set, uh, but yeah, I got a good thing going here. Don't, don't fuck it up. And like, okay, fine, we'll go without you. You probably won't even know the answer to the riddle anyway. And he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Are you trying to play against my ego to get me to join you? Because that's totally going to fucking work. <laughs> that's totally working right now. <laughs> Damn my ego. Make it work. All right. So then we uh, do some green screen desert walking. And uh, Hathor. Uh, we... This is the worst of the green screen <laughs> desert really walking. I, I almost feel like there's somebody with like fan and like fake sand. They're kind of yes! blowing their face too. But the yes! background's like james bond driving level green screen oh no this makes james bond look like fucking fine art in those scenes jesus yeah um and we get some backstory of hey thor like why is she able to teleport and stuff like well apparently she used to be like a tour guide in hell uh leading people to the afterlife but then uh horace gave her this bracelet and so now she can like go between the worlds or something with with that bracelet Hey, would you like to talk to your girlfriend for a sec? Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. So she uses her powers and pulls up a, I don't know, twister cell phone yep. connection. Yeah. And uh, basically yeah, we get a little talking back and forth like, I'm coming for you, Saya. And she's like, that's great, bro. I'll see you soon. Bye. Oh, hey, Anubis. I didn't see you standing there. Oh, I'm not supposed to talk oh, to the living? That's right. Okay. Anubis pops up like a fucking stepfather and is like, hang that phone up. You're coming this way. <laughs> like, that was her fault. That was an incoming call. <laughs> Did you accept a collect call? We cannot <laughs> afford that down here. God damn it. Now we have to change the whole barter system to pay this shit off. <laughs> You're lucky my blood is gold. <laughs> I'm literally made out of money. So then we go to the next, uh, the next site on this, uh, this journey, uh, which is a fiery puzzle pyramid. Woo! <laughs> and it's, it, like, it's on fire. Uh, it's a pyramid. Yeah. And it shifts around, like, the, uh, the fucking Hellraiser box. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm assuming like this is where, this is where yeah. the Hellraiser box was forged. Oh, yeah. 
There, that makes sense. Yeah, the Thirteen Ghosts, heavily inspired, also yeah. starring Jeffrey. No, wait, that wasn't Jeffrey Rush. It was no. F. Murray Abraham. That's right. House on Haunted Hill. Was yes, Jeffrey <laughs> Rush. Fucking love my, that goddamn dumpster fire of a movie. My mistake. I was off by about sixteen months. Right. <laughs> Same movie. Doesn't matter. It's awesome. Yeah, pretty pretty much. Um, but yeah, basically, uh, they walk up to this uh, pyramid. Uh, what's his? Oh my god, the kid Beck. Beck is like, oh yeah, I know how to get in here. It's uh, it's this door. No wait, it's this one. And they're like all wait, shifting nope, and stuff it's this and closing. One. Nope, it's definitely this one over here. Uh, yeah, nope, it's this one. He just runs at one and dives in, and it's like, and he Whoo! bursts into flames, joins his girlfriend in hell. The end. Yep. Roll credits. Wait, no, there's more notes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but when he does get inside, he's like, whoo, made it past that. Turns around, there's like a sand stairs being blown about in a typhoon yep. or something. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so he like runs up these stairs that aren't really held up by anything, mm-hmm. uh, but eventually he gets to the middle, falls on a gear, and apparently that stops the pyramid. Because you have to stop the uh, the gears from spinning to st- stop the yeah. pyramid. Yeah, but he didn't like cram. You, know, you think he'd like take a he stick and like jammed cram it, it in with there? his torso. <laughs> oh, that's uh, what happened. Roll credits. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they got in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they get in, um, and then uh, next stop, they got to talk to the Sphinx, who's a giant sand mummy monster. I really thing. did not like the design on the Sphinx. Yeah. No. I, I feel like it was towards the end when they're like, oh shit, we haven't animated the Sphinx. Uh, we have Sandman from Spider 3, we can kind of retool that a yeah, bit. Let's yeah, 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 put, put a hat on him! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, eventually they answer the riddle, which didn't really make any sense. But whatever, they got past it. Oh, oh, that's right. When, it, when they when they answer the riddle, he goes, "Oh, bother!" and then disintegrates. And I'm like, "Why does he? Why does the Sphinx have a Cockney accent?" Because everyone has a British accent in this movie, Steve. <laughs> hello, hello there. Have I got a riddle for you? Exactly. <laughs> oh my god, Jason Statham is Horace. Yes, <laughs> dude. Jason Statham is the Sphinx, man. <laughs> J- Jason Statham is set. Yes! Oh, but but then where do we put Jerry Butler as a horse? Yeah, where does he go? Oh, okay, okay. We'll keep Jerry Butler. <laughs> Jason oh, Statham is raw? As, as, as Tom- oh, yeah, he's already bald. <laughs> like, you just need to... <laughs> I spent all my life fighting off this giant smoke space worm. And you can't even fight your fucking uncle? Sold sold get better and then cast him back down to earth <laughs> sold now if you'll excuse me i need to do a couple more laps on this discus uh so yeah where were we oh yeah so uh then like immediately after the sphinx is killed set just shows up he's like haha yoink pulls toff's brain out of yep. his skull oh, i got Fucking sad when that happened gangster <laughs> guys I'm telling you, Seth's kind of the hero of this movie. Is that how you defeat the Black Panther? Tear his brain out? I'm sure it'd work. (laughs) We'll save it for Black Panther 2. Oh, yeah, and fucking Beck, like, has the the water of creation and is about to pour it into the the, the little fire cauldron thing that I guess will quench the desert. 
But then, uh, but then, but then says, starts saying like, oh, he never told you he wouldn't be able to get your girlfriend back, right? And you're like, what? What do you mean? Is he telling the truth? Like, no, drop the water first, then you can have this whiny little bitch conversation. That's Then you can cry like a little fucking bitch. Uh, but he doesn't. Beck sucks. Uh, yep. Yeah, Set grabs the vial, pours the, like, water whatever, and crushes the vial. And is like, oh, well, guess that didn't work. All right, guess I gotta kill you all now. Damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it. <laughs> oh, that's right. And he's uh, talking to uh, Hathor or whatever. He's like, yeah, I'll miss the, the conversation and the rest. <laughs> See, this is what I don't understand about that entire confrontation about Set being like, oh, he didn't tell you the truth. I'm like, okay, first of all, if he was lying to you or not, Set's going to kill you. So just put the water yeah in the fire and then yeah, he like he like poured the water out like slightly away from the fire it's probably like a crusty ball of like sand now you could probably like get some moisture into the fire yeah, yeah apparently you only needed a few drops yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah but put that bud but, but in ladies the fire. also the temple starts crumbling around them now because you know plot 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 uh, <laughs> But yeah, so the pyramid crumbles, everybody's buried inside of it. No, wait, they're fine. They're fine. Mm. They're just outside of it, you know. (coughs) Oh man, we almost died there. Did you see it? No. All right, anyway, where's the next stop? (laughs) Uh, So Hathor calls up Anubis, and Anubis shows up, and he's like, Oh, hey, Hathor, what's up, babe? (laughs) Been a long time. (laughs) You up? can't believe you fucked my uncle it's so weird <laughs> so he's like no no i'm not here for that i'm not here for a booty call um i just want to propose a trade uh you can have me back um as long as you let uh, my buddy beck here use your the teleportation bracelet to see his girlfriend <laughs> can he use your phone yeah <laughs> he's Accept like the charges like fine that's cool <laughs> anubis doesn't let us call collect anymore <laughs> <laughs> He's got the only landline now. So yeah, so then we go to the gates of the afterlife, and uh, uh, what's her name? Zaya is almost almost to the point where she's about to be judged. And who's the head judge? (gasps) Friend of the podcast, Bruce Banks! Woo! Woo! In yet another nearly unrecognizable role. Yeah! So Steve, Set has changed the rules. Or no. Yeah, oh, that's right. Oh, no, yeah, no, no, yeah. that's right. He, he hasn't changed the rules. This is the rule because he's got a uh, horse is going to change it all at the end. Never mind. No. Well, okay. Have have when, when Set became the king, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, the whole thing of like uh, when you go into the afterlife, like if your heart is lighter than a feather, then you've lived a yeah. good life and you got to go to the afterlife. That's the whole thing. But when Set took over, he's like, nope. You gotta, you gotta make a tribute of gold, and it's gotta be more than this feather or whatever, and then you get to the afterlife. But uh, Zaya, she's about to be judged. She has, no she has money. no gold. She ain't got nothing. She, she, did, I don't think she even has that dress that uh, Beck stole nope. for. Her. Yeah. She's, she's wearing a, uh, she's wearing her boss's dress. Yep. Yep. And they made an excellent point of, of proving that, you know, that one guy, two people in front of her, lots and lots of riches. Woo! I'm going to be in the afterlife. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to see my 71 virgins. The little old lady who only has her tin ring. She <laughs> get goes to oblivion. Yeah, keep walking. Yeah, so then, uh, oh yeah, then uh, Set, back on Earth, starts putting on his god armor that uh, basically it's armor where he put, I don't know, puts on Toph's brain and 
horses all seeing eye and Nefertiti's wings or whatever Neftis, whatever her name is, put her, her wings on. Mm. Um, and he's loaded up and ready to go. Uh, and of course the architects watching the whole thing is like, you look glorious. I know. By the way, Steve called that line the first time we watched oh, yeah. it a good like three Mississippi before he said it. <laughs> <laughs> you look glorious. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So then Set uh, decides he's going to, with the wings, he's going to fly up to the space boat to see Daddy Ra. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, basically he's up there talking to Ra and he's gloating like, hey, see what I did down there on Earth? I'm going to rule the whole fucking place. It's going to be great. And then Ra's like, wait, no, you, you, uh, you aren't supposed to be king. It's it's supposed to be Horus. You're, you're supposed to take over for me eventually and fight off the giant space worm. I was training you to fight Langoliers. That's why you're the greatest warrior ever. I did. I made it so that you wouldn't have kids so that you wouldn't be attached to anyone. So you could stay up here on the boat all alone. The sea is your mistress. Yep. And of course that's like, what? That's a stupid fucking plan. Did you even want to ask us about this? Dad, uh, I didn't want to take over the family business. I want to start a band. (laughs) Exactly. I don't want to make zippers my whole life. I want to dance. No. Um, (laughs) Nobody puts set in a corner. That's right. (laughs) Um, And yeah, so so then they fight. And uh, Rob pulls out his uh, fucking sunblast spear. (laughs) And starts blasting uh, set. But he's like just fine. And he walks up like, what? No. No god should have been able to withstand that. And then Seth stabs him in the gut. Shah! I'm not a god. I'm uh, all of the gods. Yeah. And then, so now, uh, with all his god armor and everything, he now also has Ra's super magic fire spear thing. Yeah. So that now he can also control the gates to the afterworld. And, uh, ba- oh, that's right, the gates to the afterworld. And then uh, Anubis is, like, holding the gates back from, yeah. like, developing everything. Chaos and- is coming! Chaos is coming! As the giant fucking space worm comes down and just starts sucking up cities. And then uh, Beck goes back to uh, see Horus after seeing his girlfriend. And he's like, hey, shit's going down, man. We, we need to go get her. We need to go uh, fight Set and kill him. And he's like, all right, cool. Why don't we hop on my uh, my dead sister's crane chariot, Ex Machina, yeah. and uh, go to the city. Sure, let's do it. That sounds like a great plan. Oh, that's right. Horus, uh, they, they end up kidnapping the architect, mm. uh, Rufus Sewell, and they're like, yeah, take us to the top of the tower, because I know that's where Seth's going to be doing his thing and letting the fucking space worm eat everything. And uh, about halfway up, Horus is like, all right, cool. This is my stop. Whoop. Gets out and climbs on the outside to go fight Set. Yeah. Meanwhile, inside, uh, the architect's talking shit to Beck, like, oh, yes, I, uh, I remember your girlfriend. She was... Uh, she smelled good and uh, tasted like cherries or some bullshit like that. <laughs> and she it, was a good ride. Yeah. What? <laughs> like that face she makes when she comes. Anyway. Um, yeah. And I have a lot of gold, so uh, I'm going to have a good place in the afterlife. Oh, no. Didn't you know Set just uh, Set just let the, uh, the, the chaos eat the afterlife? There's no afterlife for anybody left. Wait, what? Bye. And Rufus Hull falls. Like, okay, that was quick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Meanwhile, up top, uh, Horus is fighting Set, and uh, yeah, definitely with the HD, this was a lot better uh, fight scene oh, than I remember it being. Was 
trash. I think we put this on time and a half the first time because we were like, nope. <laughs> yeah, it was very PlayStation 1. But uh, yeah, so they're fighting. Uh, Set gets up there. Or, or uh, Beck gets up there and Set, like, it just basically ends up grabbing him. Oh, that's right. And his other, uh, Horace's other, uh, uh, oh, okay. Got it. Hold on. Beck jumps on There's a lot set. happening in yeah. this scene. Yeah. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and a lot of very similar names. Beck jumps on set and, like, pops the Horace, Horace's other eye out of the, like, forehead armor. Right. And yeah, gets that moment. and goes off. And, and, uh, meanwhile, well, Horace is, like, lying on the ground because he just got, I don't know, backhanded or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Zet tosses back, uh, like, try to toss him off the tower. He's, like, hanging off the edge, though. And Horace is like, huh? Oh, no, my buddy's about to fall. Not oh, my no, my boy. eye's about to fall, too. Which do I choose? So he chooses to go after Beck. Now, keep in mind, this is a god twice the size of a human. Yep. Slides down, saves Beck at the last minute. And then he's holding him like it's fucking Cliffhanger. Like, ah, you're just too heavy at 130 pounds. Right? I can't, like, toss you. Wait a minute. I was just fighting Super God a second ago. Oh. Yeah. But but he's holding there and, uh, instead of like throwing set up top and then pulling himself up and continuing the fight, he's like, nope, we both got to fall. And halfway down, I'm going to turn into a majestic statue eagle. And then and then I'm going to have an air battle with set. And we're destroying the city. Oh, my God. There's so much blood. And, oh, that's right. They keep like going through the tower and taking out like all the load bearing beams and basically the tower just falls and it's like okay cool where's all that rubble going oh it's gonna bury the city all right well i guess they'll be fine don't worry about <laughs> that's it. cool bro that's the way shit goes down <laughs> mm-hmm. just ask superman that's right yeah eventually after this air battle um i guess horace gets a really good shot in on set and he just starts gushing gold out of his oh, chest like, oh shit and set sets like dragging himself along and Gerard Butler's got gold paint all over his face. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that was his favorite day of shooting. Um, and uh, Horace is, like, standing over him with the spear, like, the, the raw spear. Uh, Seth's like, wait, 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 I, I spared you once, remember that? And I love how Horace is like, yeah, I'm not going to make that mistake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Game over. <laughs> Finish him. Yeah, so... uh yeah, basically, uh, they give Ra his spear back, and he goes back to uh, keeping the beast, at b- the space worm at bay. <laughs> Horus pops his second eye in, and it's like, hey, everything's back to normal. Oh, shit, except Beck dies. Two oh, turntables and a shit. microphone couldn't save him that no. either. Ah. Yeah, he dies in the middle of the street. Like, everybody's just walking around? Yeah. Oh, and the little girl has uh, Horace's other eye. Oh, that's right, yeah. 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 When it fell from the tower, he, like, offered it back to him. He like, popped in, and he's like, hey, thanks, everybody. I'll be a just king. But they're like, oh, no, my buddy Beck died. And then, yeah, Ra, Ra shows up like, hey, thanks uh, for, you know, putting Earth back to normal and giving <laughs> me my spear back so I Destroying can... Destroying chaos, you know, yeah. things like that. <laughs> you get one wish. No, I don't know. Like, <laughs> Pretty much. Anything I could offer you? And he's like... No, nothing for me, but, uh, see those, uh, two meat bags over there? Could you reanimate them? And so, uh, so Ra pops open a glow stick or reanimator juice, throws it on him. No. Pretty much. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Basically they come back to life. Uh, Horus is named king and they have a whole big ceremony. All the gods are back. Don't ask me how it happened. I assume he 
took their various parts off his, the god armor and popped it back in them, and they just skipped that part. Um, yeah, that would have been like a waste of, of like 20 minutes. Yeah, right. I know, and we would have had that and not the the murder of Osiris and the the death of Isis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, uh, and then he's like, oh, and uh, now it's no longer paying your way into the afterlife. Now, good deeds are the new gold standard. Woo! So be good to one another or else. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Beck in, uh, ends up giving the bracelet back to Horus so that he can... <laughs> go uh hang out with Hathor in the river sticks or whatever you yeah. know the R- river sticks resort and spa yeah 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 um, oh and beck is the uh the chief advisor chief to the advisor king. to the king yeah so he's in charge now he's king while the king's gone that's right oh he's, he's be... just gonna use it to have sex on the king's bed that's right i know with zaya and whoever else has to watch in phantom all, while they do it and all the goddesses yeah I mean, except for like a hot dog in a hallway situation but <laughs> well, he's he, gonna try he, he just climbs up in there and, ah! yeah i mean i mean the gods are in some weird stuff anyway right uh so yeah it's gone for a few days uh you see horus kind of flying around the the cgi yep. city of Cairo or whatever. We're back to a uh, PlayStation 2 cutscene. Yep. And roll credits. Ladies and gentlemen, Gods of Egypt. Diana, would you recommend Gods of Egypt? Um, You know, if you've reached the bottom of the barrel on like your <laughs> streaming services, this is not as big as a dumpster fire as I thought it was going to be. I mean... Yeah, if if you need to just blow two hours, mm-hmm. like if if this whole like lockdowns just got you down and you're like, I've no idea how to just like spend my time, there are worse movies we're reviewing this month. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty damn true. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh go watch Stargate. <laughs> yeah. Go watch Stargate or Dune or literally or, any of the other movies that inspire this one. Uh, if you want to watch other... British people run around in the desert, go watch Lawrence of Arabia. Yeah, or Exodus uh, Gods and Kings or whatever, which I still haven't seen. But... <laughs> nope. Next to June. Yeah, right. I mean, you know, it's it's not very good, but it's it's not terrible. I mean, I put it in there with like a an Underworld sequel, maybe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there are worse things, but mm-hmm. watching it twice might be too much. If no, you enjoyed I, I Frankenstein... <laughs> Wait, if you enjoyed I, Frankenstein, we have some bigger problems to deal with. Wait, but Aaron Eckhart, all right, we'll, we'll, we'll get on that. Nobody well, likes him. Boseman. Yes, we agree. <laughs> then again, right. Gerard Butler is entertaining, but he's more entertaining in other movies. Gerard Butler's just great in everything. <laughs> he he is the best part of this movie, though, right? Oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm doing know. a mental scan, and I believe you are correct. <laughs> Excellent. Well, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we have more beer. Fun facts <gasps> and what we learn from gods of Egypt. Woo! Good luck. Did you ever go on vacation with your family and hope the dance instructor would fall in love with you? No, but I did think a guy with a giant boombox playing Peter Gabriel outside my window in the middle of the night meant true and undying love. Listen to our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, where we revisit these movies and it turns out they weren't the best ideas. What were we thinking? You can find our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or your favorite podcatcher. You can also tweet at us at H-E-A-M-C-A-S-T, Heemcast. Have you ever watched an absolutely terrible movie and thought to yourself, what were they thinking? Because we sure have. So much so that we named our podcast after it. What were they thinking? 
starring me, Nathan, and Brendan. Every other week, we take a bad to questionable movie and unpack it, so you don't have to. And then every other other week, we ate your cues with our mailbag. Or, you know, talk about whatever. No big whoop. No, no big whoop at all. So that's what were they thinking. You can catch us on Podbean, YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and more. Uh, Also, a ton of platforms that Brendan made up. Hey, this is Liz. And this is Heather. And we are Nerdy Bitches Podcast. A show where two geeky ladies podcast their way through pop culture. From movies and TV to our regular book club and everything in between, we bring you our favorite fandoms with a feminine eye. We're talking Star Wars, Star Trek, Harry Potter, DC Marvel, comic books, and anime. And don't forget sci-fi, fantasy, action movies, video games, D&D, board games, and so much more. Be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbeam, or wherever you find awesome podcasts. You can also find us hanging out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and at nerdybitches.com. Talk to you soon. Hey everybody, this is RJ, Ash, Ray, Brandon, Harrison, and Bronson. We host a Dungeons & Dragons podcast called Realms & Nerds. Some highlights of our show include wreaking havoc in every town we visit, blowing up hot tubs, killing off fan-favorite characters, high necromancers, inappropriate wedding etiquette, and every now and then, actually good storytelling. Join us in the realms of Pridea for fun fantasy adventures. You can find us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or just about wherever you get podcasts. Hi, this is Dana Gould, and you're listening to everything I learned from movies on your radio, phone, computer, television, or record player. And we're back. Oh my god, Steve, those were the greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding. Ah, she said it! Ah, I get better every week! Yeah. <clears throat> oh man, I feel like I've had a m- mythical adventure in the desert. <clears throat> Do you need to quench the desert? Uh, yeah. If only yeah. there was some sort of nectar of the gods, I could. Uh, some sort of river of creation. Some, yeah, some water of creation. Oh, I've got a beer over here. <laughs> uh, we have a giant. God, what is this? Like twenty-four, thirty-two oh ounces. God, this is a big boy. Uh, this is a big can of Foster's Premium Ale. It's Australian for beer. Why is that, Steve? Ooh, coming up in fun facts. It is, oh, it's a 715 milliliter or 25.4 fluid ounces. Uh, allow me to poppeth my top. Woo! <laughs> oh, my top! <laughs> Oi, my top! <laughs> Alright, and the pool. If you can pour this. Yeah, so I'm trying. Here we go. Ooh, ooh. Suck that in. Mm. Wow. Oh, man. Yeah, a little bit of a yeah. green apple on it. But, uh, yeah, it's a nice little just international lager. If you've had a Pacifico, if you've had a, yeah. um, I'm trying to think, like a Singtao, if you've had... Corona. Ugh, Corona's wow. trash. <laughs> yeah, like a Sapporo. Yeah, it's a uh, nice... Yeah, it's a... a when you think of beer, it's basically yeah. like like a Budweiser. It just, like yeah. It's one of those. I think it's better than a Budweiser. Yeah, yeah. It's an international uh, lager. It's less perfumey. <laughs> yeah. Oh, freaking MGD. <laughs> if, if you drink Miller, why? <laughs> Stop mocking my father. 
<laughs> if your name is Todd. <laughs> but, but is he what if he hears this he'll never listen to this podcast but is he what if it's mocked on some sort of major network he'll never watch it but is he what if then that mockery is turned into some sort of publication he'll never read it <laughs> but what if it's turned into a fake news meme on facebook oh god we're doomed <laughs> get on it all right so yeah Foster's. yeah uh would you either of you ladies be interested in some fun facts I mean, would they happen to be super fun facts because they're fun, fun facts? Yeah, yeah, they are. All right. Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, Diana, what do you think the critics thought of Gods of Egypt? Oh, sadly, I have to recuse myself because I accidentally saw it before this episode. Oh, all right, babe. What do you think? Um, uh, these movies always do better than I think they're going to. Mm. 36%. 16 percent see i was gonna go for like 15 i'm wrong every goddamn time what about the audience score though oh oh that's gonna be like 22 37 hey Hey. i had him swapped yeah just gotta switch him up that's all 140 million dollar budget which is i think considered a mid-budget movie by studio standards nowadays right um but u.s gross 31 million dollars Worldwide gross one fifty one, still lost like a hundred million dollars for the uh, for Lionsgate. It's wow. okay though; they made like eight times that with the Fast and Furious Woo! franchise. So. <laughs> Let's see, twenty sixteen that would have been number seven, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, that the one that was one and a half billion dollars? Yeah, they'll be fine. Uh, director Alex Proya was actually born in Egypt. Oh, to Greek parents who moved to Australia when he was three. Wow. So, I guess he was born there, at least. All right. Uh, However, the film features zero Egyptian actors. What? Yeah, I know. Maybe an extra? Nope, not even an extra. You want to know why? Mm. All the extras were CGI'd? Yeah, pretty much. Well, (laughs) the vast majority were, that's for sure. Uh, It was because this movie was filmed in the Australian desert. Mm. Filming in the Sahara was considered too dangerous. Makes sense. There we go. In fact, okay, here's the thing to think about. This film and Mad Max Fury Road made six months earlier have almost 300 of the same cast and crew members, including the first assistant director, P.J. Voten, visual effects supervisor, Julian Dimsey, Mm -hmm. stunt member, Tim Wong, and actors, Courtney Eaton and Abby Lee. Yeah! The same... uh, Well, uh... I don't know. We'll say half of the same crew as Mad Max Fury Road was on this movie. Sure. That's amazing. So you're Fantastic. saying that they're the same movie? Uh, the same universe, absolutely. Oh, okay. Yeah. Also good. <laughs> see, see, it's a, an alternate reality where Set actually does win and the uh, space worm comes in and devours. Oh, and then it's the after-after time. And <laughs> that's when Mad Max happens. Sure. Okay. We'll go with that. Gerard Butler said that as soon as he read the word God in the script to describe his character, he knew he would have to embark on a huge bodybuilding process. He said he started his workouts immediately because he plays a God in the film and, quote, wanted to make sure he looked like one by the time shooting began. Ladies, what do you think? Yeah, I think he did a great job. Gerard oh, sure. Butler looks great. I mean, yeah. most of what we see is attitude, so if he was working on that too, bonus. Yeah. 
And the architect of the tower uh, dedicated to Ra says it is 2,220 cubits high, which is 3,331 feet. When the film was released, the tallest structure in the world was the Burj Khalifa, which is uh, just over 2,700 square feet. Uh, basically, they're saying this tower, or, or well, and, and that tower is twice as high as the Empire State Building. God damn. Yeah. Oh, and this one... I thought the yeah. Burj Khalifa was a rapper. <laughs> no, that's the Wiz Khalifa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's like, what, 4,000 feet tall? Uh, Maybe six. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, ladies, Steve. the important question. Yes. What did we learn from Gods of Egypt? <gasps> uh, Diana, would you like to start? I mean, I think what we've learned is that, you know, when your grandpa's really powerful... Your destiny is not about vengeance. It's about the people. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go with that. Sounds good, babe. Uh, the nepotism <laughs> rolls all. Nepotism is real. <laughs> <laughs> Don't trust your uncle? Yeah, that's always a good one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I learned the earth is flat and there's a giant space boat that flies around dragging the sun behind it. Uh, as the navigator also fights off a giant smoke space worm. Yeah. Um, Science. Yeah. I also learned Horace likes to, uh, Horace uh, banged his mom and turned her into his girlfriend. Yeah. I also learned that if you're expecting your son to go into the family business, you should probably consult with him first. Yeah, yeah. both your sons. Yeah. Apparently neither of them knew about this. Yeah, no good. <laughs> I also learned uh, the proper response whenever someone says, you look glorious. I know. <laughs> but again, I kind of knew that before this movie, too. Isn't that right? It's true, though. <laughs> well, Diana, thank you for joining us here on Everything I Learned From Movies. Uh, I understand you also have a podcast? I do have a podcast. Uh, I can be found on Happily Ever Aftermath. We are the podcast about relationships in movies and our relationships with them. And uh, you can find us on all the podcatchers. And uh, I recommend that you check out the Romancing the Stone episode that uh, came yeah. out earlier this year. Had a couple of fine guests on there. And we're looking forward to having you guys back on later in the year. Yeah. <laughs> After uh, our incredible episodes of uh, Revenge of the Nerds and Thin Man as well. Yeah. <laughs> That's some good stuff right there. Oh, yeah. What was the other movie we were going to do? Oh, we were we were tossing around Adventures in Babysitting. That's right. That's right. Woo! Yeah. Oh, wait, I didn't say it right. Shoo! <laughs> Shoo! Shoo! <laughs> I got to watch that link. Um, <laughs> and, and, and Diana, I'm sorry, I, I might have cut you off there. Uh, where can we find that podcast? Oh, sure. Uh, you can find it on Apple Podcasts and all the other podcatchers. Not Podcorn, though, because we have decided to cut ties with Podcorn. They know what they did. <gasps> Bastards. I know. I know. Hey, if you turn your back on them, they will come after you. They're like set, man. Uh, right. Yeah, but don't listen to me. Uh, you know what, Steve? Uh, I'm actually... I got really emotional really quickly right now, and I'm just wondering, would you happen to know of any type of aromatherapy that could help me out in getting over this moment? Well, as a matter of fact, uh, I would suggest going to frankiemur.com, where if you use the code VENUS, that's a god that rhymes with penis, uh, on the way out, you'll save 15% on your order of amazing aromatherapy and uh, essential oils. Uh, babe, what would be good for raising one's mood? 
Uh, well, there's a couple of things. If you feel like these emotions maybe aren't your own, maybe are the result of some hormonal effects, I'd go with some Spray the Bitch Away. It is absolutely fantastic. Mm. Uh, if you just need a general mood lifter, I'd go with the Hottie by Nature. Mm. It smells yeah. like an orange creamsicle. It is hard not to smile when you sniff that. I'm feeling better already. <laughs> There's really no wrong choices at FrankieMurr.com, but no. uh, the only wrong choice would be not using the code VENUS to save 15% at checkout. Ooh, and making sure your order is over $35 so it ships free. Oh, yeah, that's always a good idea. That's an amazing deal. Well, hopefully that helps, Diana. Uh, Izzy, uh, I understand you're also on the social medias somewhere. I am. You can find me just about everywhere as at Untidy Venus, especially over at Etsy at untidyvenus.etsy.com, where I've got a bunch of handmade art, original prints, things like that. You can also find my art printed on demand over at Redbubble under Izzy Creates, I-Z-Z-Y-C-R-E-A-T-E-S. Uh, they're doing masks right now, so if you don't want to get that Rona and you just can't keep your broke ass home, uh, you can get <laughs> shirts, they've got cards. I believe Diana has some of my art from them. I absolutely do. And what's really great right now is that, you know, it's going to take some time for them to process all of these masks, but I happen to have an order in place. I'm going to be getting some dog pun masks, and I believe there's some uh, some of the rainbow art that you've done. I'm going to cover my face in style. Yeah, way to do it. It was so funny. Uh, so they alert me when I've like sold certain products and I looked through and I was like, oh, this is Diana. They, the Red Bubble doesn't tell me who ordered, but I, I knew. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna have a Gary the Unicorn one too. I am oh, too! Yeah. I'm gonna be twinsies! <laughs> Yay! <Yeah>. Ah! <laughs> Excellent. And of course you can find us everything I learned from movies on all your favorite podcatchers. Hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at EILF Movies. That's everything, everything I learned from movies. Uh, hopefully we'll be go doing live shows again soon, you know, uh, in the after after time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in the meantime, if you don't want that Rona, keep, keep your broke, broke ass home. home. You broke your broke, broke ass home. home. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, until next time, I'm Steve. I'm Izzy. I'm Diana. And this is Everything, everything I, I Learned, learned from, from movies. movies. Have a good night, everybody. Hi, everybody.